0: live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes to you from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect, because there ain't nearly enough goddamn coffee in the world for what's been happening over the last couple of days to make up for the crap fest that everything is. Part of this is to follow up with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host, I'm as Shujin Tribble, all over the place, you can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N, real quick introductions, because we got too much to talk about, and not nearly enough time, as usual. Top left-hand corner of the, oh my god, it is actually starting to turn into winter, Calgary, hi, Dallin,
1: how you doing? Good evening, yeah, it is starting to get a little chilly, but, uh, I don't know, The, the days are still pretty nice, so, I can't complain too much.
0: So you say that where, whereas for me, uh, I have to seriously consider whether or not I should be bringing in the plants off of the, uh, uh off of the porch right now, because uh, apparently from what I found out, succulent plants do not
1: like it when it freezes. Can't imagine why yeah. desert plants go fig. Yeah. You know, given all the cross that I get up here, I don't think I could have plants on my balcony, uh, without them turning into projectile weapons. Yeah, that could be a, that could be a little bit of a problem. Yeah.
0: And down into the right, into the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, I would otherwise say good evening, so I will just go with evening. Evening. Yeah. As everybody would probably figure out, no, this is not our normal um, Power of Ten episode. This is a marked very specifically as a not-safe-for-work episode, so... If this is not a good time for you to be listening, or you should not be listening to this particular episode, now's the time to go ahead and just fast forward to the next one, save it for another time, or whatever it is, uh, send it to somebody else to preview it for you uh, just in case. Because at this point, you've been fucking warned. And if you don't like it, uh, piss off. Sorry. That's kind of the tone of of the way that tonight's going to be. If you are, however, wanting to be with us live... Of course, you know, feel free to chat in with us because live is always fun and helpful. Stephanie was here early. Hi. Good to good to see you. I know for what I is uh, busy this weekend. Uh, hopefully not um, burning herself cooking stuff because she's got a bad tendency to do that. Huh. And she's not even Italian to the best of my recollection. So, you know, there's that. Uh, like I said, tonight is uh, is all about coffee for me. I literally brewed this like two minutes before air. And yes, this is a very insulated metal thermos that uh, a friend of mine bought for me for Christmas a couple of years ago. Uh, it's literally hot off the, off the stove. I have no idea how hot exactly at this point. I don't really much care. I'm basically, I'm not looking to stay awake right now. It's just more a matter of that I need something to concentrate on. And if I end up burning the inside of the top of my mouth and I've got that flat falling off, like it's a, a piece of dead sunburnt skin, you know, all the better I can keep my attention that way.
2: Yeah. And in, in uh dental nomenclature, that's known as pizza bird. Yeah. I can't imagine why.
0: <laughs> so um, real quick check in COVID wise. Because we got to, we got other stuff to, to handle, of course. Uh, I I was out with uh, with my friends this week because we don't mingle with the rest of the general populace. So we are exceedingly careful. It's a group of four of us altogether, unless you encounter the cats, in which case you know it's it depends who's afraid of cat to come out or not. Uh, but uh, we have had some social interaction as opposed to, you know, zoom. How are you guys holding up right now?
1: Yeah, not too bad. I'm
2: going to go back uh, to the office in a week and nobody up there is wearing masks. Yay.
1: Well, Hey, you know, I'm uh, still doing the job hunt. I got another reply last. I got another reply on Thursday and it was a questionnaire they wanted me to answer. So I replied back to them uh, yesterday morning. So yeah, Monday could, uh, Monday could be interesting. Best of luck. Seriously. Hmm.
0: Um, and, uh, Stephanie is saying, uh, they're going to lock down London. You know what? Um, forgive me for wording it this way, whatever it takes fucking New Zealand was able to do it for themselves and they're down to what single digit numbers last i remembered you know fine yeah i know they're a goddamn island but you know um sorry when 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 one group is able to do it they can actually go ahead and say look um we did it what the fuck is your problem i'm going to feel like deadpool by the time this end of the show I don't know how many explicatives I'm going to get out of me. We'll see, I suppose. So there's that. And uh, I, I'm sorry, Bridget. Seriously, nobody is is masking up? Really?
2: Uh, really. And uh, they're like, well, you know, people have different comfort levels and you just do you. And, you know, and it's it's stupid because out in the parking garage and coming into the lobby – the building is is requiring people to have masks on, but as soon as you get up to the floor where I work, you're free to take them off. And uh, people have already gone back, and from what they're saying, nobody's wearing masks. Yay! It's
0: just great. And mm-hmm. uh, a little bit late to the game, uh, Joseph. I see that you just joined us in.
3: Hello? Can you hear me? Uh,
0: not great you're there but you've got a buzz again
3: okay on, on.
0: for the record uh i did have somebody on the cha- uh sorry not on the chat on the comments from last week had asked about the possibility of using zoom instead two problems one zoom free you're limited to uh 40 minutes and as you can probably guess that's not gonna work for us uh because you know time and money and two the problem is a microphone input problem it, it would not really much matter so you know sorry
3: yeah my microphone i'll be right back okay okay okay
0: uh we'll see how uh we'll see how this plays out and uh you should be rejoining us momentarily obviously uh Stephanie commenting, "Uh, the joke is that our government has been whining on about the North, which is opposition heartlands, but their Tory stronghold is the one that has to be sorted. Oh, and they will probably be ignored. They have lost all authority. You know, um, it's funny you say it that way because um, uh, authority is something that should be listened to, but that's a whole other thing. That's why I was specifically asking bridget you know you excuse me you kind of work in a s- medical tangential organization yeah. so you would think you would think maybe it's just me i don't
2: know or the bunch of trump supporters and they've bought you know drank the kool-aid anybody uh,
0: you know I can't, I can't do it right now on the screen. Anybody want to keep a, a, a an F factor right now for me? Feel free cuz I think I'm about to hit four. Fuck them. You know it's 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 like would you intentionally have people with the flu come into work all the time and just sniffle it up and and everybody just go ahead and get infected that way? Oh, yeah, you probably yeah. would.
2: Yeah, they would. Yeah, you'd probably get written up if you didn't come to work, so yeah.
0: See, and here I've thought that retrofitting uh, high-volume AC systems with uh, ultraviolet C light bulbs would be a great industry right about now. But, you know, what the hell do I know? I've actually got into in my head on how to do it, too. That's the sad part.
2: I mean, when I worked in the hospital, if you had the flu, you were still expected to come to work. You just had to wear a mask. <sighs> and I'm like, what about the patients? Oh, they all can right.
0: wear masks too. Don't worry; it's
2: all—it's all good. It's all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Anyway, um, let me, the, uh, let me get the let me get the let me get the the crap information out of the way first. Uh, I did go looking up information about Reef Badawi. There is nothing new currently. Uh, fortunately, there is no bad news either. So, with that out of the way, as of the recording of tonight's show. It has now been eight years, three months, four days since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. Let me get your uh, your, uh, freestyle out of the way because, like I said, we we got a lot to do. Yes, we are going to do a horrible scope, and then we're just going to jump right into everything because there's just, like I said, you know, it's, it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, man. There's just, no, Willy Wonka. I keep getting the two of them confused. I keep forgetting which one is which. The one that centers on Charlie is called Willy Wonka. The one that centers on Willy Wonka is called Charlie. I don't know, whatever. It's n- not me. I don't have anything to do with this. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about movies when we get over to the horrible scope. So, let me go ahead and do this. So, with 5 minutes on the clock for you right about now, your 5-minute freestyle starts right now and it's called a correction. I made a mistake. I know. I know. <laughs> How the hell could that happen? I made a mistake. I And, and I'm not talking about a a, a matter of uh, uh, facts. Uh, I'm not talking about a matter of that kind of thing. I mean, I made a boo-boo. I inadvertently upset somebody. And I got news for you. For those of you that don't know, and and for those of you that don't know, this is this is probably really gonna come as a bit of a shock to you. I felt horrible. And I don't I don't just mean like I felt bad. I felt horrible because I inadvertently, I inadvertently hurt the feelings of, and I'm using this as a very broad terms. Somebody that I like, that I respect, that I consider a friend, someone that, someone that I don't want to upset. I, I wouldn't if if push come to shove. No, man, no, I, I, I would not do that. I would not, I would not mean to. I didn't mean to. And yet I did. And that was, that was a mistake on my part. And I didn't, the worst part of it is I didn't even realize it. I didn't. It was it was because of something that I ended up saying. And I did not pick up on the fact that they were upset at first. Until effectively they hit me in the face with a trout. There's a old IRC reference, don't worry about it. And I had to get them privately to, to talk with me about it. And, and I actually said, you know, I, if, if I said something to, uh, to upset you, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I think that I did. I didn't mean to uh, please. Uh, if I did, please uh, first, I'm sorry. If I did, let me know what it is that I said. Cause I, I don't want to do that. I, I would never want to do that intentionally. And they explained it to me. And. I hurt from that. I mean, like, viscerally hurt from that because, because I, I like this person. Now, I'm not, I don't mean, like, you know, romantically like or anything like that. I mean, this is someone that I I find them a worthwhile personality. They're smart. They're educated. They were freaking homeschooled, and they're brilliant. They're artistic. They write. They are the kind of person that you would want to be friends with. And they told me privately, out out of everybody else's earshot, what it is that I did wrong. And... I had to suck it up and not say I'm sorry if what I said hurt you. No, that's 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 bullshit. You should never say that. Seriously, never ever say that to somebody. If you honestly feel like feel bad that you said something, you don't say I'm sorry if what I said hurt you. That's just your way of saying I, I said it, and, you know, it's too bad that you got it, your feelings hurt. Look, we know that the, the Stephen Fry thing about, you know, your feelings were hurt. Well, so fucking what? Yeah, there's a certain point where, yeah, that comes into play. But again, as with everything else, that's in a specific context. I did not want to hurt somebody. I did not want to hurt them. So I took the right action, and I said, you know what? I made a mistake if I hurt you, because that's on me. I want to know how to improve myself, and I don't ever want to do that to you or anybody else again. They explained it to me. I am a better person now for it, and I'm going to try my damnedest to not do that to somebody ever again. That is what a responsible person does. You don't blame it back on somebody else. You accept your responsibility for what you did. And I have to do that for myself. This is episode 329 on the docket, Your Honor, Oh, F. There's no other way to word it. And I intentionally chose these RBG colors, RGB, whatever the number, letter, combination is supposed to be. I don't care. The, The hexadecimal color code in this case is black and white, specifically for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's, well... You don't know this, maybe some of you do know this, some of you don't, that when you are appointed to the, uh, the highest court in the United States, to the Supreme Court, you are not issued robes. You have your own made, or bring your own. So the fact that they have gone with black as their overall robes is just more tradition. Of course, she had to do it with the white lace on the collar, which I thought was just I've always adored. I always thought that was great. So there's that. So we're going to try to make sense of the, the, the tempest that we're in going forward for the next little bit, and I'll kind of explain a little bit more about that. Joseph, how have we got you at this point?
3: Well, I hope I'm better.
0: You are. You are definitely better at this point.
3: Okay.
0: Okay. So the question uh, that I've got for you at this point is, uh, are you ready to go ahead and do the horrible scopes with this?
3: Oh, Christ. Yeah, you have to submit.
0: It should be over in our uh, chat at the moment. Uh, Let's see, Anonymous Mink and Ebex. Is it Ibex or Ebex? I don't remember. Oh, well, anyway, um. Okay. So you've got, or do you need that link copied again? Oh no, you were there. Look at that panda. (laughs) You panda. That's all great. So arguably the most lighthearted that we're going to be for the evening at this point. Let's go ahead and do this. So for those of you that know what your astrological sign is, congratulations. Those of you that don't, roll a d12 and, uh, I don't know, subtract from Thaco or whatever the hell it is that they're using anymore. I don't really much care. Let me go ahead and roll you over here. Aries, hey, Aries, we know how much you love pointless trivia, so here's something for you. The My Little Pony. Mo- Shut up. The My Little Pony movie that came out in 2017 was budgeted at about six and a half million U.S. dollars to make, and it earned about ten times that much back. Enter the Spider Verse, had a ninety million dollar budget and earned about four times that back. So there you go, Arius. Animated movies about four-legged characters earn more than eight-legged ones. You're welcome.
1: Down? Okay. All right, going up with Taurus. All those times you asked to lick the beaters off the mixer were fun, but the chance of salmonella was real. You know, every year there are about 1.3 million infections, 26 and a half thousand hospitalizations, and 420 deaths. There's a marijuana joke in there somewhere. But, anyways, <laughs> well, in order to, it. hey, look, in order to keep that from happening, you need to properly cook your eggs. So, do that before making cookies, and you can lick the beaters with zero chance of salmonella poisoning. And, you know, I'm kind of glad Felis isn't on here tonight because. If she cooks as bad as you say, she might take this one to heart.
0: No, no, no. no. She she, she, does, she doesn't cook badly. It's that she has a bad habit of uh, thermally testing the equipment inadvertently. <laughs> that's that's. By the way, um, Bridget, uh, d- did you know about those? That's those salmonella uh, statistics. Did you know about those?
2: Uh, not the exact number, but I knew about the raw cookie dough thing being dangerous because of salmonella
0: yeah never knew anybody that actually got sick from it but you know that's that's just me
1: yeah you know that's that's the funny thing i mean growing up yeah never never had that particular problem
2: i've had salmonella but it wasn't from cookie dough
0: you're just a freak
2: go on i can tell you that stuff sucks oh my god you don't want it Gemini, enjoying your old records and tapes from college? Amazing to rediscover them to find out they've been covered again over the years, right? Marilyn Manson covering Sweet Dreams Are Made of This is one thing, but Pat Boone doing Van Halen's Panama is just get ready to drink heavily.
0: Before anybody says anything,
1: that actually is a thing. And yeah, well, here's one for you. And it's worse than you think. Yeah. I I mentioned this last night. Um, Disturbed. Some of you might know that band. Uh, They did that wonderful cover of Sound of Silence not too long ago. Well, they did another. Yeah, they did another cover of um, Stings. If I ever lose my faith. And like I said, it's it's Disturbed. So I mean, read into that what you will. Yeah, it is. Joseph, over to you.
3: Cancer.
0: Uh, did we lose you? Hello. Okay. Hello. You 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 started to you started in, and then you suddenly just dropped like immediately right off. And now we hear nothing from you. Really? Okay. I heard really.
3: Okay. Your motto's always been, when it's right, it's right. So why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? Rubbing sticks and stones together make the sparks ignite, and the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. You thought it wouldn't get back to us, didn't you? Saying how we're all quacks, that wasn't our horror, that wasn't your hor- horrible scope, that was the instantation to the curse. The next pair of pants you buy will be bell Bottoms.
0: There are some people that know music lyrics who know exactly what I did, and I will go ahead and I will say <laughs> that it's one of the worst,
2: worst songs
0: ever. known to man. It's up there along with um, uh, American Pie
3: fucking hate it. Uh. Fucking hate it.
0: whatever we'll go on yeah, the, the,
1: yeah the, the one song that has more chronic overplay than anything from Nickelback uh, Leo all your so-called friends who say you
0: have too much wine yeah what do they know they no. no one understands you better than the yellowtail Chardonnay you picked up it's Australian it's got to be good right it's not going to let you down like that rat Eric right or, or Billy, screw you, Billy. Just, just, just screw you, Billy. Just, I got my tail to drown you
1: into. Except it's coffee right now. I'll, I'll, I'll drink the yellow tail later. <sighs> Second night hearing that, still don't understand it. Anyways, Virgo, chewing gum will save your life this week. No, 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 not the gum specifically but the electrically conductive wrapper. Yeah, you see, you'll get trapped in a vault with an electronic lock and need to use it to short out the system to escape. And no, this is not a complete ripoff of an episode of MacGyver. Shut up. Yeah, I was actually trying to remember
0: which uh, which uh gum it was that came in like a, a, a rectangle, but it was always brittle as all hell. I was going to go with that, using it uh, as that a as was... shank, but
1: uh... I couldn't remember which one that was. Libra An an old pack of Wrigley's might might be might be doing that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Libra, since you're a natural liar, Libra, maybe there's a line of work that will finally stick for you. No, not a politician. You're not that much of a cynic yet. What about a public relations director? Try this on for size. Every cloud has a silver lining, but our clouds come in custom-delivered mushroom shapes with strontium-90 instead of silver. See? Just rolls right off the tongue, right?
1: Someone had to do that in a Trump voice, I think. Let's not do that. Joseph. No.
3: Okay. Can you hear me? Kind of. Kind of.
0: Well, whatever Um, you were doing to keep the microphone like really close was actually working much better.
3: Okay. So, Scorpio, remember that secret handshake you learned in Cub Scouts? The one where you grab the other person's wrist with your index finger? The one supposedly to probe that you're both scouts? Yeah, how many times did you ever use that? Besides that one time where you tried to use it in a job interview, that is. Don't do that again.
0: Yeah, I I learned that handshake back when I was a kid and it's like, yeah, you'll always be able to give somebody a handshake to prove that you're both scouts. It's like even at a scout meeting
1: we never use that, so you know, whatever. Yeah you, you know, um funny thing about that um the Masons. Well have Yeah, yeah sort of the Mormons. Um, Gee, and here I thought you could usually tell Mormons because they had about fifteen wives trailing on behind them. Anyways, yeah, and they've all got the
0: same uh, the same underwear. I'm sorry did, did, was i was I making a sweatshop joke there?
1: I'm sorry. Uh, all, all I'm saying there is that if if, you, if you're if you're meeting them and seeing that you you've gone too close, you're gone too far. Fair enough. Sagittarius, your gas
0: problem (laughs) uh, (laughs) is not gone unnoticed. That last teleconference meeting you had where you uh, farted and your icon lit up and your manager asked what you were trying to say. Yeah, nice recovery. No one had any idea that you owned uh, barking spiders, except for that one Sheila in Adelaide. She's on to you.
1: (sighs) Uh, Why do we find fart jokes so incredibly funny? Because fart jokes are incredibly funny. Just shut up. Anyways, Capricorn, you're you're just itching for a way to piss off people this week, aren't you? Well, here's how you can do it. Now, it's going to involve a camera, a protractor, a straight edge, a sheet of blank white paper... (laughs) and a pencil draw a straight baseline above the bottom of the paper now from the center use the protractor to make an 89 degree angle this is important then draw the arc to go with it on the interior side post that to your social media accounts and label it with and i quote something for all your something for all my OCD friends a perfect Eighty-nine degree angel. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm a bastard. Yeah, it's it, that's how to lose your friends in three easy steps.
2: Wait, you have friends?
0: Just, just, just read, read, read the script. Just go with the script. Oh yeah, about this. Um, sorry, Joey had a fun time with this one last night. Let me <laughs> tell you. <ya. laughs>
2: Aquarius, a vast you water-bearers, tis talk like a pirate day on the 19th, but for you, you can make it the whole week. on out there and funnel the figurehead while you're leaning over the boat Oh, the ship's rail. If you're the chance to take some motion sickness pills you've been holding down your lunch and your rum, <laughs> At least they're still next year.
0: Yeah, talk like a pirate day was yesterday. So,
1: uh, see, it still is for me. And uh, now <laughs> I got to come up with something. Now I got to come up with something for tomorrow. Good luck, uh. Joseph.
0: Bring us home.
3: Just for Britain, I have the pirate voice. There's been an unexpected consequence to the medical isolations we've been having. Two words: headlights. Imagine you're the head pun of the pun to the Bayer group in the same company that makes Bayer Aspirin. And to find out that lockdowns are happening. If you are not marketing aspirin to parents who are picking up kids all the time, you need to fire your marketing director. In your case, spices, your hired pet as a lead PR manager, you could take that job away now. Uh,
1: be, before we continue there's just one thing I gotta ask you Joseph what is thy bidding my master <laughs> he's such a tool <laughs> and though actually I actually use a coffee mug to, to pull that voice off in case anybody was asking that's
0: fine. <laughs> <laughs> That works just fine. And, and you know what? I could. I, I've got. A, I got a. I got a planter's can over here. <laughs> Actually, it's um it's empty. So, whatever. So those are horrible scopes for this week. Uh, for those of you that uh, enjoyed them, great. Those of you that didn't, you didn't pay us enough. So, uh, piss off, and um, come back next week and I don't know. Figure out what the hell we're gonna. I'll come up with something again. I'm, I'm sure. It's kind of my thing. So, yeah, I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know how to broach this topic. So uh, let me let me start the easy way. Uh, Joseph, I, I would assume that uh, you had heard the news uh, about uh, the uh, Supreme Court justice over here in the U.S. having died suddenly and somewhat unexpectedly.
3: Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of imagining that the uh, the news made its way over to you too.
3: Trump proposing, who was he proposing before? Before she, he proposing um, total blank. But um, I think it's uh, a senator,
2: Ted Cruz. Yes. Uh,
1: actually, was it Ted Cruz or was it Tom Cotton?
2: Either.
3: No, it was Ted Cruz. He was yeah. proposing Ted Cruz as a as a part of court judge. Jeez. Yeah. And you know... I, I, 10... 7.
1: Yeah. All I know is that... It, I'm old enough to remember when Cruz was considered even more of a whack a than he is today. I mean, th- this is a guy that filibustered something that he should have passed anyway, but he was doing it for, I, I don't know. Probably not knowing specifically
0: the stuff that he was doing or wasn't doing. It's entirely possible that he was doing
1: uh, filibustering because. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, if, like... That, that's almost, to me, that's a pretty pathetic way of, of, you know, screaming, notice me Senpai at the, at, at the top of your lungs. Yeah. After, you know, after, after, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
0: just,
3: uh... more table. I'm sorry. No, God, more table scraps. Mm. Uh, yeah. it,
1: it's just.
0: Look, here's the thing. For for those folks that for whatever reason don't remember or don't know because you were lucky enough to be in a complete news blackout from the US at the time. Almost 2 years. Almost 2 goddamned years before the election this last time there was a vacancy in the Supreme Court. And the guys who are supposed to be in charge of figuring out who should sit there were given a list of names and were told by the administration, which was Barack Obama, here is a short list of people that we would like to fill the newly opened seat due to death. Two years, almost, before the elections, and the Senate said, Mitch McConnell said, we're not going to do that because antiquated, cherry-picked rationale, reason why we're not going to do what we are obligated to do, by the Constitution. So I'm gonna go on record right here and and this whole damn thing, and I'm gonna say at that fucking point, he should have been eliminated from his official position in the government for completely abdicating his responsibility under the Constitution's law. Now, there are gonna be some people who are gonna be very much the Well, you know, you really can't do... mm -mm, No. When the law says that's what you are supposed to do, because that's what you are obligated to do, that's what you're supposed to do. So now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. She put up a fucking hardline fight with all the health problems that she ended up with i don't even remember how many times she battled through for uh bridget help me out a little bit do you do you even remember uh, how many times she she had a a cancer scare i can think of three off the top of my head and i can't even remember what type of cancers they were or do you have any recollection whatsoever or maybe you're muted and i don't know why all right, fine. You know what? She's muted. Whatever.
3: Well, she not only had cancer, she also had broken ribs from fall. Um, and a number of times.
1: And the thing about the broken ribs at her age. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's what killed my mom. Sepsis.
2: She died from pancreatic cancer, but she also had some spots in her lungs and her liver and
1: yeah. So yeah, she she was fighting to hold on. Oh yeah, because she knew. I, I think she knew what was going to happen the moment she died. Is that? Well, let let's see. Now we've got um, we've got people on the right saying that the position has to be filled before the election, and we've got people on the left saying if that position is filled before the election, America is going to burn. I've seen this. There have been threats uh, stating that if if that seat is filled before the election, that the riots that we saw over the past few months are nothing compared to what they're planning to do. And uh, I'm just gonna going right to say right now, it. yeah. But but as I as as someone who'd be of a more moderate tack than most, um, that's not how you win hearts and minds you don't threaten people with violence and coming to your home to burn it down and say but please support us please support our ideology or we'll fucking kill you i i'm sorry that that to me does not strike uh, as good pr
3: i think that yes who's saying that
1: again it's just something i saw on social media there's a lot of A lot of the more radical people that are out there that are just, well, I mean, there are also people that are saying that if Biden doesn't win by a landslide, they're going to burn the country to the ground. So, you know, I mean, (laughs) there are a lot of people out there who are just angry. Yeah. And, and fair enough,
0: but there to, what I was going to say is I'd make you a counter proposal if. If we go by the rules, the precedent that was set back in 2016's election, there should not be a Supreme Court appointment this close to an
1: election. Because okay, they said that's going to that's 2016, but this has happened in the past. There is precedent no, for
3: this. The Republican rule is the rules are for you, for us.
0: Exactly right. And there is video. There is audio. There is. There is Lindsey, goddamned. I can't believe his skin is whiter than his teeth. Graham. Who went ahead and said unequivocally, if a Republican is elected in 2016 and a similar thing happens at the at the back end of, you know, within two years of the election, the Supreme Court seat should not be filled. You can hold me to that. He stated that clearly. Exactly so. Yeah.
3: Reality. That's
0: what. I need you to be close to that, Mike, again.
3: I said reality, Republic, what? It's what we say.
0: Yeah. 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 And Dellen, that's that's part of the whole uh, counterproposal thing. It's. It's understandable to not want there to be burning in effigy or there to be, (laughs) hold hold on, hold on, hold on, for there to be destructive protests. I'm using this as a very blanket term because it could mean almost anything at this point. But as somebody else has said before, and, and probably in much better language, when all of the legal avenues have been exhausted, the only voice left is that of dissent in whatever form that needs to take in order for that to be rectified. The problem is the rules, whether it be the rule of law or the rule of, oh crap, uh, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Uh, Decorum. That's the word I'm looking for. Are not followed and are not enforced and are flaunted entirely? What other choices are there? That's the problem that we go around on this whole damn thing with.
1: Well, given the sensitivity of this election and what could potentially happen. Now, correct me if, if I, if I'm wrong on this one, if the election is contested, why mm. either side, you know, if, if the Republicans, okay. There's a, there's a term I've been hearing again. See, this is why I need a job because I hang on to social media too much. And it sucks. Join <laughs> okay. the club. It fucking sucks, okay, because this is why I've left so many places that I used to hang out in, because now I'm seeing how some people act as it's like, I do not want to be associated with any of you assholes. Well, thank anyway. you for being associated with this particular asshole, so
0: double uh, dumbass uh, on you.
1: Okay, anyways, <laughs> there, there's a tolerance line there anyways. There's a, there's besides, a certain
0: amount of uh, levity I'm trying to keep, because otherwise yeah, otherwise, besides, otherwise
1: going to- Yeah, and you need me on Fridays. Anyways, um, the point is, okay, something I've heard is something called the Red Mirage. This is the scenario. Okay. Election day. Trump landslides on that day. But over the next few days, the mail-in ballots come in. Oh, okay. And suddenly, Biden wins. Trump contests it. Biden screams back. One party sues, the other party sues. In that conflict, it is now up to the Supreme Court to decide. If you have a court, if you have a Supreme Court that is four and four, and if they are split down party lines, that's going to be a deadlock. Because I guarantee you, unless there is something absolutely completely scandalous going on, on one side or the other, those judges, as objective as they're supposed to be, are going to vote on party lines. I guarantee it. So now you're going to have the Supreme Court evenly divided on who should be president. And that's going to go around and around and around like a bad papal election. And if they can't resolve it, well... All hail president Nancy Pelosi. And that is going to take you into January or beyond of next year.
3: But the court is not.
2: So the, so the scenario that you're proposing is to go ahead and let them appoint one, stack the court six to three, and get it over and done.
1: How is the courts? Uh, what is the court stacked right now?
2: Uh, it, right now, it, it'd be four and four. But, well, I mean, I, I guess four on each side because there's eight just, living justices. But if, uh, you know, Trump goes ahead and rams through another pick, then. Uh, well, you know, okay. okay. So. Vote. So, 63. okay. So, what
1: if, so what if uh, the, this, what if they pull a Mitch McConnell again and, you know, Trump comes up with a short list and the Senate says, no, nah, we're not going to do it.
2: No, if a short list, the the Senate will do it immediately.
3: Have they indicated that they will? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, they're going to do it. That's How what can they not. Stop
0: it? Well, here's the problem. Mitch McConnell has stated, while Obama was in office, we will block everything he wants to do, in no uncertain terms. Not yeah, exactly at way that way.
1: point, his ass should have been fired.
0: Exactly. Now, that being the case, he went ahead and cherry-picked some kind of bullshit excuse for not doing the Supreme Court uh, thing last time. Now, yeah,
2: he's this close to an election. We need to let the people decide.
0: Right. Now, here's the thing. He knows full well there are two possibilities here. One – they shove a Supreme Court nominee through and do it along complete partisan lines, which is possible simply because of the numbers. I'm not saying I like it. I'm just saying by the numbers, by the statistics, it's possible to do. But the problem is any Republican who goes ahead with this plan is committing absolute suicide for their political life. If they were the ones that went ahead and said, we will not support uh, a Supreme Court nominee for Obama for reasons because of the turtle, and they come back and they show their hypocrisy directly, they're done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unequivocally. It is simply because if they can't be trusted to follow their own rules, they are done.
1: Yeah.
0: Because the people will simply go out there and vote en masse and just look. I, I, I. We would like it. I like that. I want to believe that the vast majority of the people in my country still actually care about the
3: damned rules and And that's why democrats lose all the time because they want to believe that but when you see how republican voters and trump supporters the rules don't exist there, there is no morality, right and wrong. There's only the party line. There's us and them. That's it. And that's the
0: problem. That is a massive, massive problem. By the way, Stephanie, yes, three three Republican senators have already said they will not agree to shoving through a nomination. And you know what? Good. For whatever reason, I'll take that
1: as a win for right now. Three GOP senators have said they're not going to they're not going to shove. Now, yeah,
2: one of them is Mitt Romney.
1: You know, I, I call that one a pleasant surprise.
2: Now, Mitt, no. Mitt, Mitt Romney's tried to do the right thing; he really has.
1: He did. He was
0: one and, of the only not, one to vote for the impeachment, if, impeachment, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah,
2: he was.
3: It's not the first time he comes through.
1: And this is a guy I, I remember during the during. Um, is when at, pres- at the presidency, like he got roasted, Yep. Yeah. because of, because of his well, he's a Mormon, so um, that's that's one thing. On okay, personally, I think it's something against him because well, you know me, I, I am I am not one who believes that uh, religion should play any part in governmental policies, laws, or otherwise, because well. If you really want to see a nice model of a theocracy, can I introduce you to a lot of the countries in the Middle East? Or that little 110
0: hmm. acres in the middle of Italy, but we don't talk about those pedophiles. I'm sorry, did I say
1: that out loud? Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah. you know what, they're actually, (laughs) uh, a lot of that is going around as of late, and a lot of people are getting rounded up recently. Yeah, but that's all it is. Yeah, that's oh yeah. boy, that's a, that's a dirty
3: subject. There, yeah, boy.
0: Joseph, I'm sorry, I kind of cut ah. you off there.
3: Cut me off? I didn't. Start. Oh, I, thought- I just wanted to say, uh, don't forget the Middle Ages.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so.
3: The Dark Ages.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you want to talk like the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages? That you know, that, that's history. Um, well, when you look at places like the Middle East, that's today. Yes, yeah, true. So to say that you know whoa, those theocracies were just, uh, they were history. We are much more enlightened now. Yeah, bullshit.
3: That's not at all what I'm saying, because yeah. uh, actually the middle is history today.
1: Yes. Well, uh, yeah, all, I, all I'm saying is that, you know, you, you could say, you know, well, theocracy only exists in a textbook. Oh, really there, Charlie? Yeah, th- <laughs> th- th- yeah, yeah, yeah. come here, come here, come here. Take a look over there. Yeah, you see, you see what's over there? Yeah, that is a theocracy, and how are they doing? Yeah. Now, there's a piece about
0: uh, what Dowen was talking about. The the what was the term for it again? The red mirage,
1: the red mirage. It's okay. just something I heard.
0: OK, Um, I had kind of remembered a little something about the way that we do our uh, elections around over here. So here's here's the thing. The Electoral College. I know. I know. We're not going to discuss this a second. The short version of this is, the votes are done for the populace, aka the popular vote. Those are done at each individual state levels. Those are then determining how each of the electors in the electoral college for each of the states is going to vote when they bring their vote to Congress, and some states have been an all or nothing. Some are doing it on a percentile based on their own popular vote. Some are actually into a compact that then say, well, whatever the popular vote is, that's how we're going to split our electorals by the, the country's popular vote. Now, the fun part about this is, if you can call it fun for a second, I'm putting this in scare quotes for a reason. Election day is one day in particular. However, the electoral college vote does not happen at the end of that day. It is several days later. So the idea that an election can be swung by quote-unquote late tallies is entirely possible, if you get a very large number of mail-in ballots, if they are still valid, i.e. if, for instance, if if they go by the idea of if it has a postmark on election day it's valid, then yes, that can take a little bit of time to get in, it might take a couple of days, I fucking hope not. But that could swing how things work. Short anecdote, really, really short. Years ago, when my wife uh, had to file our taxes, she went to the, uh, the main post office in Buffalo. And somebody at the desk at night, this is like 10, 1030 at night, somebody opened up a, a desk and said, does anybody need just a stamp, uh, just, just a postmark? I have no money. I have no skills. If you're ready to go, I will put a postmark on your tax return because it's all they needed. They just needed invalidated. Boom. Good. You're done. Bye. Because so long as it was postmarked, you know, IRS was fine with that. So the idea that there can be a swing with all the stuff is entirely possible. And yes, I've heard something to go along with this of the they're going to try to say once election day is over counting stops which is bullshit.
1: Yeah, and that I mean if if there is precedent for the counting not stopping at the end of election day, if there's precedent for that then yeah, there there's there is no legitimate reason to try to enforce that this time
0: yeah and nominally that's that's the way it's supposed to work that the stuff is counted the problem is you in past years mail in ballots have been of a much lower percentage that by the statistics they won't change the numbers internally to a state, but they are still counted because they are supposed to still be counted. By the way, yeah. over in the uh, over in the chat. Uh, Drew. Hi, by the way. Welcome down to Headset. said my son is in high school. First off, congratulations. Um, collectively, we can understand that if you guys have been having a really hard time with uh, with school this semester with in school telecommuting to school however this has all been going on for you if you guys are having a little bit of a hard time we completely understand and sympathize for you and our best our best hopes for you know safety with everything going on for this uh, for this particular uh, school year for you that aside a second again my son is in high school freshman year they're studying what is happening now in his history class the teacher is not saying who is right or wrong thankfully first off Not knowing exactly how it's being couched, I am not sure if that's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. However, not going ahead and saying, is good or bad, one would hope, and I think collectively would say, we would typically hope that a teacher would not be saying who is right or who is wrong from an opinion point from an historical perspective, however, as in, this is how it'd been done before, this is how it's been going on now, this is how it turned out before, so, you know, you might wanna be careful about it. I can understand that particular piece. So, you know, it it, it gets to be real, you know, dealing with history is such a pain in the, such a pain in the ass, be this as it may. Um, and Stephanie has, uh, has brought this one out. Um, and this is actually really interesting. Uh, Bridget, Maine Senator, Su- okay, these are, the, these are the ones who are on record as refusing to appoint. Maine Senator, Susan Collins. First off, as far as I'm concerned, and I- I'll pitch this over to you, her, uh, to, to you for a second really quickly. As far as I'm concerned, fuck that cunt right in the ear. Because, I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. She's
2: just so, uh, God.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alaskan Senator Lisa Murkowski. Um, I don't remember that she should be a uh, see you next Tuesday personality. I, I learned that one from the ship's counselor, Deanna Troy, this week. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. Um, But uh, not exactly on the high list of pe- people and personalities right now, if I remember right. And South Carolina, Senator Lindsey Graham. You know what? Lindsey is the one who said, if a Republican is elected to the office of president and a similar thing happens within a year or however long he said of Election Day, we will not appoint. You can hold me to that. So it looks like he's holding himself to that position, probably whether the rest of the Republicans like it
1: or not. He's. We'll see. But he's a fucking weasel as it is. Well, exactly. Like he's. He seems to play the side that favors him the most. Whoa, wait a second. Real quickly. Uh, Stephanie's saying
0: Lindsey Graham has retracted but several more today. Uh, Could somebody double check that for me? Because if he went back on his word, I will rip him a fucking new one. Not that anybody's really gonna notice, but you know, whatever, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dallin, going on.
3: Uh, oh, no, you're gonna go ahead and it. Gonna look it
0: up now?
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, let's see here. Um, Oh, that's great.
0: Sorry, just drop the screwdriver, don't mind me been working on my netbook. My netbook is now officially dead. Ten years, it's finally died. You know, whatever. I actually had people ask me, well, how old is your netbook? Dude, it's called a netbook. Figure it out. It's old.
1: Let's see here. Whatever. Yeah, here it is. Um, And uh, from the one place you you wouldn't expect somebody to uh, throw shade at at a Republican. I got this from a Fox News channel or actually from foxnews.com. And Stephanie's saying, got it from Slate. So multiple locations, great. Multiple locations, either side of the spectrum. And the headline reads, and I quote, Lindsey Graham sides with Trump on filling Supreme Court vacancy. I fully understand. Uh, Yeah, Senator Lindsey Graham, who once said he wouldn't confirm a President Trump Supreme Court nominee in an election year, Announced Saturday that he's changed his mind on filling the high court vacancy. Um, Trump said on Saturday that Republicans have an obligation. It uh, should be done without delay. And oh my God, this idiot actually tweeted it too. I believe you know, a certain. Honestly, Mr. I, I want to nuke Twitter from orbit just cause it's, oh my God. Yeah. I remember when Twitter was nothing more than a platform for podcasters and authors to talk about their projects and everything was Nice. And well, humanity is the reason we can't have nice things. Anyways, you know uh, yeah, he says I fully understand where President is Trump- is where President Trump is coming from. Uh, yeah, he's the chairman of the of the Judiciary Committee, and will lead confirmation hearings for Trump' eventual Supreme Court nominee. Now, while he said, now, so what he's saying there is that yeah, he'll. They'll do the hearings. Doesn't necessarily mean he's going to ram anybody through. And I think if they do ram somebody through, then even more of the hypocrisy is going to show. But this already does not look good for him.
0: No, that's it's, it's, it's already hypocrisy. For him to even consider it after saying unequivocally? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. This little fucking weasel. I know, I know, I know. It's just pol- bullshit. It's not just politics. It's people's fucking
1: lives at this point. Yeah. literally just yeah you know what just politics is what led your country into the situation it's in right now and it's been brewing for decades true
3: for, for people who don't know decide anything for themselves they're uh, that's the problem closer joseph I said, uh, for, for people who don't know how to decide anything for themselves, there is no hypocrisy. It doesn't exist.
0: The rules don't exist. No, so sorry. R- the rules exist for others. They
1: exist for us to use as a bludgeon against others. Well, yeah, they exist until they're no longer convenient. And honestly, these past couple of years... I've seen that at such a level, it's just like, how do you sleep at night? Like, how do you look at yourself in the mirror and think yourself a human being when, you know, you, you, you come off as this pinnacle of virtue and law and order. And as soon as the, as soon as the political or sociopolitical winds change to something that's not quite in your favor, you, you would slit the throat of your own mother if it meant you could maintain your power. Hold it right there. Bridget, help me out on this
0: one. I don't remember who the hell it was, but wasn't there some person up in the federal government who went ahead and effectively said, the people who are going to get COVID are going to be the... Old and the infirm, and there's just why should we even help them? I'm kind of I'm kind of rough edging on this one just a little bit, but if I remember correctly, somebody went ahead and said that out, wouldn't
2: they? They pretty much said that that we should be willing to you know sacrifice the elderly for the yeah. sake of the economy, and I'm like, well, what? But,
1: but but look at these other things. I'm going back a couple of years here, but there was something about. Um, uh a a woman can uh self-terminate a pregnancy from rape because of their divine powers or you remember there was something about that i I can't remember what it was but it was one republican politician and the female body has ways of shutting that
2: down
1: thank you thank you like and and seeing stuff like that it's just like yeah uh you know, pardon, pardon my going a little British here. My apologies to Doc and, and Crystal, but are you fucking mental? Like, these are the same people. These are the same
0: men who think that when a woman's period starts, she can just hold that in. Why can't you just wait to get to the bathroom? That's the kind of people that we're dealing with. People and who
1: it's, it, are completely... How are these people married? How are these people married? Like, I uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but... If you are that much of an asshole to your spouse... Vapid is the word that comes to mind.
3: Uh,
1: words, you know...
0: Actually, come to think of it, I've, I've forgotten if I'm using the right word.
1: Yeah, but it, just my point is that if if you're that hell bent on that kind of thinking, um, well, honestly, I have to wonder just exactly, um, which educational system are you the product of? And furthermore, where like, were you socialized as a pup? Because <laughs> <Good question. laughs> honestly, because honestly, listening to some of these people, it, it's just like, in the face of today where even though it's not really used to that level,
2: Hmm.
1: but there is a knowledge base out there that spans the globe that has world lectures on everything from the beginning of time to the eventual end of the universe and everything in between and all kinds of things on social interactions and, you know everything. For someone to say something like that, like where the where the hell did you get that information? What what would possess you to think that? And and it's not really. The, for, and again, I, I've said this before. And it's not the people making the statement that pisses me off. It's the fact that these people have people who listen to them, who follow them, and who believe them. It's the sheep that scare me because they're the ones that really have the power because they're the ones that will keep voting these assholes in. And every time you try to break through that, tra- break through that trouble boundary. Well, these days we've got a word for it. We've got a phrase for it. It's fake news.
0: I was looking for a very specific quote for you. Who is more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him?
1: Thank you, Obi-Wan. Or Lexor from Visionaries, uh, depending on who you're talking to.
0: By the way, I double-checked. I had it right. Vapid. Adjective. Offering nothing that is stimulating or challenging. Similar. Insipid. Uninspired. Colorless. Uninteresting. Feeble. Flat.
1: Dead. Well, has anyone checked Graham for a pulse lately? I'm very just much, curious. I would very much like,
0: Bridget, is, is, is there any, is there anything medically speaking, uh, th- that uh, would prevent somebody from checking for pulse with, uh, I, I don't know, uh, uh, rebar, uh, two by four, uh, I, I don't know, uh, a rail spike.
2: I don't know that I would use as a check for a pulse with, but.
1: Well, it might be a good way to ensure that one no longer is there.
2: One. See, details, yeah.
1: details, details, whatever. Joseph, yeah, I'm sorry
2: or if you ram it through and no blood spurts out and they've been dead for a while we
0: are not, not talking about a scene from the godfather part 3. no joseph you were <laughs> saying
3: um yeah um well Dallin, you should angry people who are speaking to people cuz um they're the ones manipulating
1: yeah no no and i, I get that
3: They're they're fully conscious of the behavior. Yeah, but it's like what what I say: when you have somebody uninformed in front of you, you have a choice—manipulating them or educating.
0: God, I wish it was as simple as just getting proper education to
1: some of these people. (laughs) Yeah, but well, and the scary thing is. It's like, yeah, the the manipulators are definitely bad people. I agree. But what I also worry about is that the general populace is not, um, I don't want to say educated, but it's just not not, um, cognizant enough to smell the bullshit that some of these people are spewing and to, you go like, you know, that smelling a bit like shite, let's, uh, let's look into this a little bit more, but for someone to say that, Oh, a, a woman can just naturally shut that function down. Uh, you know, if that was what? the case, you know, if, if, there were, if there were functions that, uh, people could just, you know, shut down as, as easily as flipping a switch on and off. Uh, there'd be a lot less of certain problems in this world. I'm just saying.
3: Well, people who say things like that, it's never happened to them. It doesn't. That, they can say whatever.
0: Yeah, that, that is something that has uh, happened before. Uh, we have seen, uh, especially Republicans, Who have been? Yes, I'm. I'm specifically calling them out on this one, where they have been very, very uh, ideologically against something, usually science related or especially medically related, until it affects them or very close to them, and then suddenly they're completely on board. I'm thinking very specifically of John McCain who was very anti-lgbtq plus until somebody in his family came out and then suddenly um well I, I I should really be much better to these people because I mean they're part
1: of my family now too and you know what now just Don't just change. hear but just hear me out on this one okay yeah so let's say okay, so McCain, you know, staunch anti-LGBT, blah 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 blah, you know, the the cross, the bell bug, and candle, the whole nine fucking yards, hmm. finds out somebody in his family is of that. I would have respected if he had gone up on his next press conference and said, you know what, I was wrong. I spent all these years doing this. Because it wasn't part of my life, but now it is. And I get it now. I, you know, that's all he would have had to do for me to get a little bit of respect um, towards him. Uh, And that's any politician. If they're staunch in a certain belief and then something rattles them to the point where they suddenly see it from the other side and realize that they were wrong. To come out and say, you know what? I fucked up. To, to me, that shows me that you're actually human and you can learn, which is really what, that's all we want to do. I mean, okay, wh- what is it in the secular circles that we always say? You know, it's okay to say, I don't know. Or it's okay to say, I don't have enough information. And exactly it's and it's okay for us to say that yeah we were wrong about this but we know better now. Could we exactly not extend that to somebody
3: else? That's Sorry. exactly what we have to promote. Yeah, uh, this sort of inability to consider other people or a reality other than own. A Sort of empathy.
0: Yeah, for for what it's worth, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry.
3: No, it all comes down to the same thing: um, people not.
0: I'm sorry, uh, got cut off. Comes down to the same thing.
3: Yeah, people not thinking, letting other people dictate their reality. Yeah. For them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because the, the whole uh, – the vast majority, as we know for well, of the uh, LGBTQI plus uh, pushback, the vast majority of that has been ideological because of religion. Yeah. The vast majority. Now, for what I remember, and my I will admit my memory is a little sketchy on this one, I do think – that when his change happened, when he, when he found out about it, I think it was his daughter. Anyway, um, John McCain actually did do a mea culpa, and uh, if if I'm remembering correctly, so he he had the ability to change his position based on new information. Maybe not as much as we would have liked, but he showed the possibility for it, so you know admittedly he's long since dead now but at least he had something to go along with that yeah
1: um but it's something i would like to see in more oh god you more more people in, in in politics i would like to see i would like to
0: see that much more in the offices where bridget's got to go back to for work thank you very much <clears throat> but you know that's a whole other thing I'm well, sorry. It, I, am I still pissed of off them, about this? I'm sorry.
1: Well, hey, you know what? Um, if one of them ends up, you know, testing positive or getting sick or whatever. Well, of course, I guess by then it would be too late, but um, yeah. yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the, but you see, that's the thing is that the, the people like, okay, the anti-maskers, it hasn't affected them yet, or it hasn't affected anybody they know yet. And everybody that has been there claiming it's just
0: another, just another farce. It's just another, you know, they're just putting on airs. They're getting paid by somebody that it's it's all a smokescreen and and
1: 5G and all that shit. Yeah. And that's the the other big thing out there is that there are people out there that are just so... uh, I can't even say stupid because like, is it that they're not informed? Is it that they only listen to people like Alex Jones or they're bubbled? They're, they're bubbled to the point where, you know, it's, it's, it's like, well, <laughs> we said it before it it's, it's the village idiots standing atop their soapbox. But unfortunately, the, unfortunately these days with, with the kind of communications media that we have these days, they're getting their words out there and other people are listening.
0: I think there's a little bit more to it. Is that is that the village idiot that's up on a soapbox and yelling to the village. The only thing that's differentiating that village idiot from the rest of the village is that they're the one with the soapbox. And nobody yeah. else is any better,
1: any better off because
0: it's all they've got.
1: Yeah. And well, and you know what? I'm going to throw some other shade here too. Um, there are people with cameras looking at the idiot on the, on the soapbox going, Hey, if I post this on the internet, I'll be popular because being popular is all that matters. You know, these cloud chasers, these journalists I use that term very, very loosely, you know, who keep, the, no, but they keep that stuff up there because the shock and awe headlines is what gets you the clicks. And there are sites that every time that page opens up and every time the ads pop up on the side, they get money. And given the fact that as so many of these media companies are dying They'll do any. <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? Don't ask that of like Vox or Vice for anybody because you don't want to know. Joseph.
3: Yeah, basically we're talking again and again about uh, a basic fact of human nature that people are exploiting. Mm-hmm. The guy with the soapbox. It's. You know, I'm sorry to harp again and again and think, but I mean it comes down to deciding it goes to the very root deciding what's best for your Bible or that decision or just up to somebody else. Yeah. And your reality is gonna completely change once you decide yourself. And you judge for yourself, you learn to judge for yourself. It's good for your own survival instead of leaving that to And I think that's really fundamental and you know the Republican Party is people who would decide for others what's best for them. Which is in essence best for themselves. That's that's a situation that's so exploitable.
0: Yeah, and,
3: and we, we can't, can't understand what it's like. you know, If you, the decision about what's best for your own survival to somebody else, can't, we can't remind. And we can't put ourselves in the place that would rely on Fox News or whatever, tell them, good or bad for them. We can't put the, and we can't call that stupid. We can't call that, we can call that, it. but yeah, we can't call that it.
0: Yeah. The biggest problem about the whole damn thing that we end up with whenever we talk about so many of these topics and so many disjointed topics, it keeps coming down to the same damn things over and over again. People keep following tribal mentalities because people are not educated enough, sometimes intentionally so, to break out of those cycles, even though we've got the ability of doing it. Shit, we've had the technology to be able to break out of that idea since we had domesticated animals to carry us from place to place. But, you know, be that as I wouldn't
3: it even call that. I wouldn't even call that intelligence. Sorry. Um, I'd call that, it's more a question of responsibility than intelligence. Once you take, and no matter how stupid you are, once you take the responsibility of your own survival or the survival of children, whatever, is dear to you yourself, that changes everything. Well
1: have you guys ever seen a show called uh, I think it's called Off the Grid? No. Okay, it, it's it's a show, it's it's not so much a reality show, but it's it it follows the lives of people who <clears throat> have 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 basically said we're done. Uh they've left the city. They've gone out to live in the middle of nowhere, usually in parts of Alaska, um, they end up clearing their own land. They build their own house. They have to trap and fish for their own food or, and they also have to grow their own. Although I don't know how good, um, excuse me, I don't know how good gardening is up there. Um, But to me, that. those people there strike me as like the, the ultimate impersonal responsibility because there is no corner store that they can go to for some supplies. Uh, there is no, um, they don't have like a job that gives them their salary or their benefits or anything like that. And, so like they've made sort of the ultimate extreme decision for their own survival. And I watched, I've watched these guys a few times and that kind of way of living, I think would break a lot of people. So like, to, to, I always harp about personal responsibility. Um, and you know, Joseph as well about, you know, survival by imitation or, you know, trying to break out of certain things. And I I think one of the biggest things that keeps people in the tribes also is fear. What would happen if, and it's the same with the religious cults, like the, and uh, yeah, I'm going to call them cults. If you don't like it, fuck you. Um, The Mormons, the Jehovah's witness, if you leave them, you leave behind everything you've known and depending on how old you are, you might have a very hard time adjusting to life without, without the, the social structure. Yeah, or uh, what was I going to call it? The, uh, the velvet rope of the cult. It's something I borrowed from a, from a Dune book uh, where the spice is like a velvet rope. You, you don't know what's got its hooks into you until you try to leave. In that case, you, you don't know how bad the spices fuck you up until you try to stop using it. But, but and that's what it is. It's a velvet noose. Uh, a lot of these, these tribes and stuff like that. And there is a fear of the unknown. And some of us had to deal with that fear. You know, I'm dealing with a big load of it right now, uh, not having a, a decent income, and you know, all the nice benefits are starting to run out. I'm getting a little worried as to what am I going to have to, what changes am I going to have to make in my life to keep going. I'm going to use one second. You know, what am I going to lose? And I mean, I'm I'm getting upwards of fifty years old. You know, I'm not. Uh, I hate to admit it. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And, you know, a lot of the positions I'm looking for these days, there are people upwards of, you know, 20 years younger than me that could fill that position. Um, probably a lot better. Let me hold that idea a
0: second. Yeah. Because there is sort of back onto the actual track. There is. There is massive fear right now with what's going to be happening. The Supreme Court, the, the job of the Supreme Court of the United States of America is that they're the ones that end up saying every court up to this point has said whatever they say one way or the other on a particular case of law it is our job to finally decide is this actually lawful one way or the other on how to rule. Their job as written is not supposed to be based on an ideological interpretation. Their job is supposed to be weighing the merits of a case against previous case law that's very similar, if not identical, and then against the law as written on the books. That's the way it's supposed to work. The problem has been that it has been more and more politicized, not necessarily in terms of Republican or Democrat, although those are very easy to simply lay the label down on them because that tends to be much more the, respectively, conservative or liberal. And that's not the way it's supposed to work. The problem is, with the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was an amazing mind she was one of a handful of women in the 50s when she went through law school she argued against the supreme to the supreme court i should say on several occasions in one several times she She agreed with the majority, she dissented with the majority, but she was one of those people who engaged and believed and looked at the law and based on what the law was supposed to accomplish. And now with the very real possibility that someone, who is going to view this position as a political appointment. Not as in, well, we're just going to go ahead and appoint you because you're part of the federal government. No, as in a, we are putting you in this place for your lifetime, Mr. 42-year-old lawyer, because we want you to be voting an ideological position always for the rest of your 40 years of natural life. That is a fear and that is a well-founded fear. And it is it is our obligation to work very, very hard to make sure that this is not going to be doing what we're afraid it will. There are a number of people that I know who are in the LGBTQI plus community who are positively terrified. And you thought all the shit going on was just, you know, one more thing and then one more thing and then one more thing for the last two years. This the cup runneth over. I believe the expression is this is a sip from the fire hose. And yes, I'm I'm pulling that from my old history of, of tech knowledge, long story. I'm one of those people that's terrified. I got my son to worry about he's in rochester they had a they had a shooting out there that was unknown for why but it was into a group of people having a party of 100 people in you know college age if i remember correctly don't know why they're doing uh Random COVID tests, his dorm, as a matter of fact, was recently, uh, was recently uh, done for that, for a random sample. Fortunately, everybody's clean. Happy for that. But what's going to happen for them? What's going to happen for the people for whom breathing uh, asthma is a pre-existing condition and you have to pay a premium for an inhaler in order to make sure that you can actually, I don't know, not die.
2: I might what? not even be able to get insurance at all for any price.
0: What happens when it comes down to uh, DNA sequencing for people in order to find out what they've got genetic dispositions towards? Is that going to be used? Where's the Where's the safety net for that? The people who are bringing up cases of police brutality and and who, who who are they supposed to go to if it comes down to a court appointment where there is an ideological position specifically built into the person that statistically could be maybe not necessarily quote unquote rammed through but confirmed nonetheless i want to say this to all of our all of our uh people our our listeners our our watchers our i don't want to call you fans you know, family we are terrified with you both Bridget and I are here in the U.S. Dallin in Canada, you know, there is spillover that happens up in Canada, unfortunately. And I'm I'm I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am terribly sorry for that. I really, really am. The fact that this shit spills over to freaking Europe. Why? It shouldn't have to. This has got people scared, literally, around the world. It's hard for any of us to say with any surety to any of you. And I I know, I know, I'm monologuing, I'm sorry. We're not quite sure how to help any of us to deal with what we've got going on right now, other than... Don't put yourself into harm's way if you don't have to, and some of us kind of have to whether we want to or not you know i've I've said it before protest is sometimes necessary i'm i'm not I'm not talking about throw molotovs i'm I'm not talking about Armed insurrections, because, you know, fuck Bill Barr on that one. What are we up to at this point? 7 for me for tonight? Whatever. We're scared with you. And we're going to keep trying to do the damnedest that we can, you know? It's hard to know what to do. And we lost Joseph. I'm sorry. I'm not I, I don't like to just suddenly just go monologuing and whatnot and, and thank you for give me a couple of moments on that one. It's amazing how much I've got to say when I actually think to myself, you know, I, I don't know what the hell to say.
1: Well, normally I'm the one doing all the talking. Which I I'm trying not to, these I'm trying I'm trying to cut back a little bit because Oh, there, were, there was a, there was a show a little while ago, I think we had Dr. Conway on and I remember him. He, he was posting in our, in our little chat saying, uh, he'd heard enough about, uh, he'd heard enough from me. He wanted to hear what everybody else had to say. So it's like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Bridget, you and I are, you know, we're, we're, we're the Americans in this one. We're the ones who've got the real skin in this particular game. What the hell do we do? What do we say to our people who are just like... <sighs> the only way they'll be able to get across the border now is to be able to run to... Lie, say that they're going to Alaska and, and stay in, in... I don't know, find a, find a nice quiet place in Nineveh or something.
1: It's Actually, a, in that respect, you'd probably be better off going to Alaska. Just I don't know.
0: I know. I know that there are people who are listening who are just like you know, dead air there, Shu. You know, dead air, dead air hurts. You know, it. it sometimes that's all that we've got to try to have the stuff sink in, man.
2: Well, I'm just afraid we're going to wind up with somebody like Ted Cruz on the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade's going to be overturned. We're going to lose marriage equality and all sorts of things. And I think that's worth going to, you know, taking to the streets for.
0: You know what's been said, by the way, that if they do push for a Supreme Court nominee and appointment that as soon as the Democrats hold an overwhelming majority so that the statistics work in their favor instead and hold the presidency, that they change the number of Supreme Court jurors. There's nothing that says how many are supposed to be there. It's been done before. Go from, go from nine, go to 13, go to 15, make it so that it is going to be, you need a consensus. And, you know, I don't know how to think about that. I don't know that it's wrong, but I don't know that I was going to say, I don't know that it's right, but...
2: It might be necessary, though.
0: That's... That's the problem right there, isn't it? It's getting to be less of the Martin Luther King change through protest and speaking out and noise and more the Malcolm X peace through any means necessary.
1: And that is terrifying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dangerous. I mean, look at what's, look, at what's been going on since this whole thing started, you've had, there's over a hundred days of cities burning 30, 35 people, I think now are dead as a result of all of this, uh, two billion dollars in damage uh it's it's the worst I think it's what did they say it was like the, the worst case of domestic terrorism damage in American history in terms of cost oh yeah. hold on hold on because
0: because using the term domestic terrorism
1: we know it's not now. me it's not me no it's I don't what the media is saying no so, I, I I don't're so don't.
0: not one on me no 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 I'm not I'm not I'm I, I wanna I want to make sure that we understand that that's not coming from you opining on it it's coming from the reports that you have seen and are bringing back out I want to make sure yes. that that's clear
1: I'm trying to yeah, save. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to save your Canadian bacon on this one. You know, <laughs> but that's but, but that's what people are, are, are calling this. They they are calling a lot of what's Ins- been going on. They are labeling it as domestic terrorism, and and those are people who obviously sure. have no idea what the term actually means. Uh, actually, I think they do because what they want to do is they do want they, they want the Insurrection Act to be pa- to be executed. And basically have the federal troops marks, mark, march, march, march in, and stop this goose stepping the whole way. I don't know about goose stepping, but I'm just saying that. No, I know. You know where was it? Um, was it Oregon? Because there's been a lot of uh, there's there's been some DAs who have said, you know what, if you're picked up for this for doing this, we're just going to let you go because we're not going to prosecute because. Our idealism or whatever. And I think it was a federal court basically deputized that entire police force and said, if you arrest somebody, yeah, they're not going to be tried in that state. They will be they will be held and tried federally. Because your DA is just turning these people out again. Yeah, we're we're taking over. Yeah, which is I mean- it's some people are applauding that because they're scared for their their lives or their property. Other people see that this is an overreach because, well, it's you know states' rights, states' rights. Um, well, uh, before you
0: go for, past that one really quickly, I want to make sure that everybody understands the way that Devlin has used states' rights, states' rights as a as a quote unquote mantra of sorts previously for exclusions of what's been what's been said before it has a different connotation at this point because of the way that everything works out I just want everybody to understand that one because it's it, it's I was going to say it's rather schizophrenic because the way that everything works around over here but that's not the right term for it so it's just it's it's, it's confusing is the nicest way of putting it
1: Oh, well, that's your that's your media for you because they'll say one thing one day and one way, one thing the next way, as long as it makes them money and as long as they can keep keep the fear alive because the fear for them is consumption. So if it bleeds, it leads.
2: Well, if the yeah. cops would stop shooting unarmed black people and killing them, or then more, maybe, maybe more, this would stop.
0: Or m- more appropriately, uh, stop shooting. Um, Uh, Peaceful protesters, that'd be nice. I mean, let's face it, weaponized hockey pucks is not exactly a nice way of helping people to, you know, do what they came out to do, which in some cases is just to have a chanting, and that's it. Holding up picket signs and chanting and yelling. Is usually not viewed as something worth unholstering a weapon for, one would think. Especially not a fucking sound. Did you hear about that? Use a fucking sa- sound cannon. Used a heat cannon. Do you believe yeah, this bullshit? About
2: the heat cannon. Yep. Isn't there some kind of
0: I don't know? Um, you shall not use this in, in uh, a war zone kind of thing for this kind of thing
2: may should be (laughs) i i I don't know specifically about i
0: I don't don't know i'm you know he
2: cannons but yeah i mean that is a weapon of war and i think that's wholly inappropriate to use on you know in, in a domestic situation
0: We're getting pretty close to the top of the hour, and um, you know, I could monologue for <laughs> for another twenty minutes, easy, with how pissed off I truly am with this whole damn thing. I I don't I don't want to do that. I really don't want to do that. This is one of those few nights where that's exactly where I would be going, and. I'll go ahead and I'll say it's not the coffee talking, although I actually did finish you know, all my coffee. So whatever. It was good. It was
2: hot. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, losing health care coverage and all sorts of stuff. I'm just thrilled to death. I guess if more of us die off, then, you know, it's fewer people they have to worry about, right? Let's do it for the economy.
0: Just don't call it what it actually is.
2: What, genocide?
0: I was thinking more eugenics, but sure.
2: Well, that'll work, too. I mean, you know, especially after what I've heard that they're doing at some of the immigration holds. Yeah. Like I don't know if Dallin was aware of that or not, but you know, performing hysterectomies on unwillingly.
1: No, I hadn't heard about that.
2: No.
0: Let me let me deal one more thing. Because this one, this one is, I'm, I'm sorry, but this one uh, is, uh, is, this one is affecting um, us much more directly. Bridget, we, we were lucky enough. We've been lucky enough to see more than one female Supreme Court justice. Sandra Day O'Connor, the first one, and we've been fortunate enough to have more than one. I think it was bad that we ended up with Clarence Thomas, but to have someone of color on the court is ultimately a step in the right direction because they are. Showing that the court should be more representative of the peoples? Your opinion. Sticking with nine jurors, what do you think the court should look like?
2: Well, I would like to see a couple more women on there. Um, You know, possibly someone who's trans. Um, Definitely need more minorities on there. We don't need a bunch of old white guys.
0: I'm with you on that.
2: I mean, it really should be, you know, a a cross-representation of our population.
0: But we haven't had that, have we? Nope. In some cases, we've had um, good choices, at least as far as to folks that will pay attention to what the law is and vote accordingly. So there's something to that, but I agree with you. It should be much more representative. Dallin, remind me, what was it, 2015? When uh, Justin Trudeau uh, showed off his, his, uh, his panel of everybody, I think it's when it was,
1: yeah, that was that was actually the start of the whole hashtag current gear thing. Um, he was, for those that are wondering, he was asked, uh, "Why is it half your cabinet is made up of women?" And he got into the microphone and he said, "Because it's 2015." Yeah, which
0: was first off, that was a brilliant smack. As far as I'm concerned, that was that was great. That was great, but his. His cabinet, it
1: was, it was cabinet, right? Yeah. all, All his ministers and everything.
0: Yeah. It was a, it may not have been a quote unquote true cross section of the population, but it sure as hell was a hell of a lot more inclusive than you see over here. The, the, the people were people. Who are knowledgeable in their areas of expertise? The the oh god, uh, I forget what their what their job was, but there was somebody who was um, uh, a paraplegic. Uh, I forget what the hell the, you know whatever. Who had somebody who had uh, uh, that kind of thing going on for them, where they were in charge of like, you know, helping people in in those. Uh, in, Mm-hmm. medical areas we we have a duty and an obligation to do our damnedest to make things better to make them right Bridget, the 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 oath that you took for the military. Mm-hmm. What was it that you pledged to do?
2: Are you going to put me on the spot now? <laughs> well, you can <laughs> to, paraphrase uh, to uh, you know defend my country against all enemies, both foreign and domestic, and to obey the orders of the leaders that were pointed above me.
0: Your responsibility.
2: I wanted to uphold and defend the Constitution. Yeah.
0: I have to ask you. As somebody who was military and I would have posed the same damn thing to Joey. I have to wonder, seeing what's happening, seeing how this is playing out, seeing how all this shit has been rolling to your, to the way that you see it, to the way that you feel it, to the oath that you took, can you, can you even fathom why there would be other people who were in the military who took similar oaths to uphold and defend the rule of law of the country that binds it together how the hell any of them could possibly be accepting and in some ways even defending the way that stuff has been happening, which is absolutely contrary to the rule of law.
2: Well, and when when our uh, you know government officials are sworn in, they take the same oath. I mean, maybe not the part about the officers appointed above them, but they take the same oath to uphold, defend the Constitution, and they certainly have not honored their oaths by any long shot. especially Trump.
0: Here's the thing. To me, there is some excuse that can be given for, the president, doesn't matter who it is, to do wrong. But for the other branches of check and balance in the government to enable and acquiesce to it?
2: I know better.
0: It's not even a matter of saying they should know better. It's not even a matter of saying they could have known better. I do know. The vast majority of them have been in politics, have been in those same seats for several terms. Let's go with, let's just go with several. They know. And now, and now, the third branch of it all is supposed to be another check. You know, up, uh, up, uh, up, uh, Canada way. There are supposed to be coalitions brought together in order to get things done at the. At the I don't know if it's necessarily always just the federal level, but whatever there are several groups that vie for appointment, for the for the, uh, the representation. And in order to get stuff done, you need to get several groups together because there are actual several viable groups maybe not necessarily the biggest of them all, but you need to have several groups on board with you in order to get stuff done.
1: Yeah. In a lot of cases, um, what you end up with here is what we call a minority government. Um, Now, what that means is that like uh, up here, the way we do elections is when I go into the, into the voting booth on federal election day, I don't vote for, Who's going to be the next prime minister? I'm voting for my, who's going to be my, um, my MP, my member of parliament. And of course, based on party, you know, based on party affiliation and how a government is formed is how many seats do they win in the house? And if they don't cross a particular threshold, they end up with what's called a minority government. And this is where coalitions come in is that they will try to align or or form an official coalition with one of the other parties so that they can um, have enough power to push through uh, any kinds of laws or bills that they, that need passing. Um, no, that's, 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 that's good. That's right there. Yeah. Now the biggest problem with that, and we, we had this years ago, um, the uh, conservative party won a minority government and immediately the democratic the new democratic party, which was the official opposition. Um, they said they challenged the election and they wanted, uh, they wanted it redone. I think we had something like three elections in four years. I think it was like, no, just because they, there was this constant con- contesting of the, uh, of the election and the, um, were votes of no confidence against Stephen Harper and everything. And let's just say at the end of it all, it didn't work out very well for, uh, the people that kept yelling and screaming about wanting another election because in the final one, uh, I think it was the liberal party at the time was just about erased from parliament. I think they ended up winning one seat in the final election. Wow. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing. If you, if you poke the beast too many times, the people are going to stand up and scream enough already. And that can have disastrous consequences. Um, on the people who are doing the poking because they think, Oh, you know, well, the people are on my side to a point. The
0: reason I was bringing this up, is that the way the government on on our side is supposed to operate is that each of the three branches checks the other. If one group is doing something that's wrong, the other two can are supposed to step in and stop it.
1: But that three-ring circus is, is just it not hasn't being been done.
2: Been yeah.
1: Well, and isn't there something about, you know, there's it's almost as if these days that the idea of bipartisanship is almost sacrilegious these days. Yeah. You know, and this is one thing that always got me about one speech that was done by the the guy who said Jack Layton. Um it was after the, the it was after the last the, the, the final SmackDown election where uh, Harper just about took the entire house. Um, Layton said that uh, his party will be there to quote unquote fight the conservatives every step of the way. And that, that actually soured me on that party and still does to this day, because the role of the official opposition is not to fight but it is to provide, as you said, a check and balance. So the government proposes a bill or a law. It is up to the opposition to, to scrutinize that law or that bill and see if it, if it actually passes the sniff test. And if, there is a, if there's a problem with it, they bring it up and say, no, this part is bad. It's bad for the people. You have to go back and fix it. And until you fix it, we're not going to help you pass it. That's, that's how it that's should work. work. Well, that's ideally how it should work. But unfortunately now, and probably has been forever, well, yeah, see, there, there's a small problem with with politicians. They're human. They're fallible. So a law may make sense, you know, legally, legally, Socially, economically, um, but ideologically, well, no, because my sky daddy says this, and therefore, you know, I, I don't care. It, it, I don't care that you don't believe in my sky daddy. But my sky daddy says we have to do it this way. And oh, look at this! I have all this power. Yeah, we're going to run it through because my sky daddy said so. This is a lot of what I, this is the sort of the Coles notes of what I see going on down there a lot of the time is that it's not a question of does this serve the people is it's more of, does it serve my sky daddy or does it serve my wallet or excuse me, my bank account? Uh, I should say accounts, you know, plural, because, you know, some of these people are. (sighs)
0: We're overtime, and we gotta we gotta roll uh, mm-hmm. this whole damn thing up. Um, Bridget, Dallin, and I have had uh, a, a lot to say, and uh, i i will only I will only hold something very very short to close. So I'm gonna give you uh, gonna give you an opportunity over here for however you want to close. Just.
2: Damn 2020, I am so sick of you. It's been just a really shitty year, and I'm ready for it to be over. In yeah. RPG, I'm going to miss you.
0: Damn straight. Um... For the folks on the uh, on the audio part, uh, Joseph, uh, we did lose Joseph earlier, so um, is not reconnected uh, you know it is what it is. Let me just finish this really quickly. I'm gonna end with a call back to something I've said many a time. America has got some kind of weird social sexual fetish with dealing with things in an emergency situation almost always. It's reflex. We have whatever the hell the problem is with not planning ahead. Because why bother? Why invest when we can just deal with it when it comes up? Because it's an emergency. Like Dallin said earlier, That's what got your country where it is today. And he's right. He's absolutely right. And he's allowed to say that because, well, one, he's old enough to, which means he's seen enough of it from the outside. We see from the inside. For us, it's been a normal year to year kind of thing. until we got to the 21st century. I'm gonna say something in a way that I know for well. I'm sorry, Dallin is probably gonna piss off the audio system. See this pen? This is the good pen. This is the pen that my wife used to have because it was a really, really, really good pen. What the fuck, America? Seriously, what the absolute fuck It's not supposed to be like this? One emergency after another, after another, after another, after another? Really? Those of you that are worried for your lives right now, quite literally, with what's happening with the court... For what it's worth, we're here for you, to the best that we can. For those of you that are fortunate enough to not have to worry quite so much about what's going to happen to your status as a human being in this country, do what you need to do. Get your voice out. Talk to people. Teach. Don't yell and scream at them if you don't have to. If you can educate, if you can bring people to the voting booths and tell them what's going on. If you want them, to have some thought as to why they should care. Tell them that they should do it not just for Ruth because it's what she would've wanted. Don't just tell them because Space Mom would want them to go ahead and say fuck you while they go ahead and fill in a circle on a ballot. Do it for people like Matthew Shepard. If you don't remember who Matthew Shepard was, you should. Because people like him could end up being just the first of many if suddenly it's open season on one-tenth of our population simply because they are who they are. Fuck that noise. We need... We need to go. I'm sorry. I, you know, I say it whenever this kind of thing happens. I don't like to get emotional in the middle of the goddamn shows. And normally I wouldn't... You know what? I'm going to explain it. This is this is one of those moments where I'm actually going to explain. And I'm sorry if I'm, I'm taking a little bit more time that I otherwise wouldn't have, but... has said, and has reminded us, that uh, years ago I used to do something called the Flashback Newscast. When I would be doing my Wednesday night uh, music shows, radio streaming... When I was still doing four-hour sets, because you know I was an idiot, I would have a break in the middle for a half an hour recap of the news for what was happening for that week, that particular week, and at the end, I would have uh, something called the uh, the uh, the silent knot of the night, and uh, as I announced it. Sometimes it was a birth, sometimes it was a death, sometimes it was an event. Matthew Shepard was a young man who was brutally murdered. I say that without hyperbole. He was picked up in a bar. To get, a, uh, uh, to get a ride uh, somewhere. He was a young gay man. And he was out Oklahoma way, if I remember correctly. And the two guys that picked him up, that were going to drive him wherever it was, claimed in the court proceedings that all they intended to do was just to rob him of money. Like this makes it any different. They put out and used the gay rage defense, saying that he came on to the two of them and they panicked and beat him bloody and hug him from a tree or fence or whatever the hell it was that they propped him up against. And because it was very close to Halloween, the next morning somebody who was jogging or riding a bike, I forget which, which it was, thought at first that he was a Halloween decoration and didn't realize at first that he was a beaten human being. This is something that should not be permitted ever. And he is one of those names that will forever, you want to call it trigger me? Fine, I don't care. This should never be allowed to have happened, And we need to have courts that will recognize that these people in danger from the rest of the goddamn populace who don't have the brain cells necessary to realize that there is not supposed to be a second class of citizen in this country or the rest of the world. When I say, and I speak for the collective hosting group of us here, and I say that we are here for and with you to the best of our ability, we will be here for and with you to the best of our ability. You have my word. I don't say that. I don't give you the word of the group of us although I'm sure they would back me up on this one but I say this for myself I will do the best that I can because it's not just academic it's for my family and my family of choice Thank you for putting up with me tonight. This is not my usual style by any stretch of the imagination. I am sorry for not being the professional I try to hold myself up to be. Somehow I don't think that anybody's going to give me any kind of grief about it, but I don't... uh, Thank you for being with us. I hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and have something to think about for yourselves. Now, in the live chat, of course, as always, Drew. Um, good to have you. Uh, new name, really. Uh, uh, forgive me if if you're if you've been with us before. Uh, forgive me. I memory wise, I just do not remember. But had uh, said, emotions demonstrate humanity. I'll take that. Thank you. And, uh, Stephanie, also, uh, thank you. Shujin, we love you because you are human, not professional. Some things are way beyond the front. I try to hold myself to a different standard, I suppose. I'd like to think that, um, yeah. Um,. Like I said, Joseph, unfortunately, we lost him earlier, so on uh, on his behalf, everyone, please uh, thank you for joining us and uh, take care of yourselves. Please be safe. Joseph, if you catch us after the fact, you have a, a safe week, men, and uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later. Bridget, um, yeah, thanks.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
0: Anything that you'd like to uh, say or plug or anything?
2: Well, if you want to send me a friend request on Facebook, it's under Bridget Fitch. And you can find me at my blog at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com. And I'm going to throw out a big fuck you to Mike Pence and to Donald Trump and to Mitch McConnell. And most of the people in the G.O.P., just fuck all y'all.
0: You know when somebody who's got a southern accent says, fuck all y'all, you know for well, it's meant from the heart. <laughs> so. yeah. down um,
1: thank you. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Um... Tonight I'm just going to plug uh, the audio version of this show um, over at HolyCraftTheVlogCast.com. I should have this episode up, uh, provided YouTube is, uh, provided they play nice, I uh, should be able to get the audio for this show um, by uh, by tomorrow, so yeah, it'll be something to work on.
0: I was about to say, you know, if, if, uh, if, YouTube behaves the way that we'd like him to, uh, I'll have this posted, uh, the audio version posted, uh, right now, as a matter of fact, because you're listening to it.
1: Uh, uh, temporal mechanics. Yeah. Well, funny thing. I, I tried to get last week's episode just through the, through YouTube and, uh, yeah, it actually took, it took a few hours for it to process probably to the point where it said it, it would allow me to download it.
0: Keep that in mind. So, still, thank you, man. <laughs> grandly appreciate it. All of our contacts, of course, and uh, all the uh, back issues of uh, previous podcasts are over at crap The voicemail line, if you'd like to use it, is 859 And real quick... Yes, I'm, I'm going to make this one quick. I saw something over on uh, the uh, No Religion Required fan page on Facebook. Somebody asking for their voices because, paraphrasing, if ever there was a time that we needed to hear your voices, now's that time. I put out the word to a number of them, uh, Various the podcast group in general, on uh, Facebook as well as a special uh, notice out to the folks who are the alums of the um, atheists on air group to see about having them come on, not on our usual time slot, but I'm going to go and do on Tuesday night, 8 PM Eastern us time. And I'm going to see if I can get some of these guys to join me on this is not going to be a quote unquote standard uh HCTV episode. This is going to be a, a a joint thing to try and get folks. So the word is out to Barroom Atheist. No religion required. Steven, Professor Stephen in particular, from Atheists on Air. I did not specifically um hit cash because I Reasons, um, not that I'm discounting him, it's just uh, the, there's reasons why I didn't uh, tag him to it. Um, Callie Wright, um, Beth from uh, Beyond Beyond the Trailer Park, uh, Callie Wright from God only knows how many podcasts she's been assigned, but anyway. Um, and to see if anybody else wants to uh, be a part of this. Because something tells me that we need to have, we need to do a little something to kind of help all of our families. And by families, I mean all of you guys who are listening, being part of this, will be here. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I will do my best to keep folks uh, informed on the various uh, social media, so if you... If you listen to this and you're suddenly wondering, did it happen? I sure as hell hope so. So we will talk to you guys a little bit later. Until the next time we're together, everybody. Please, please take care of yourselves. As always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well.
1: Until the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompitech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.